0: Capital Market Insights from ICMA. Hello, I'm Simone Uttermark, Director, Sustainable Finance at ICMA, and I'll be providing you with our takeaways from COP27. COP27 was billed as the implementation COP, featuring the four main topics of climate mitigation, climate adaptation, finance, and loss and damage. During the conference, it became clear that finance really is the common factor to achieve the other three topics, as well as a key enabling factor for delivering the transition to a sustainable economy. One of the most prominent themes in Egypt was finance for developing countries. During COP26, a dedicated agency to work out a path forward had been established, which at COP27 led to finally achieving an agreement to provide loss and damage funding for vulnerable countries hit hard by climate disasters. While this was hailed as a big success, it is not clear yet how the money should be provided and where it should come from. Otherwise, on points already made in the previous year, the long-standing promise to mobilize 100 billion US dollars a year in climate finance by 2020 has still not been fulfilled and funding available for adaptation is still only $20 billion. Arguably, a step backwards was made on Article 2 of the Paris Agreement, as some countries try to renege on the 1.5 degrees goal and to abolish the ratchet. Although they failed, a resolution to cause emissions to peak by 2025 was taken out. Other disappointing results were related to fossil fuels. The final COP27 text contained a provision to boost low emissions energy, which could also be interpreted to mean gas, and thus sparked interest from many African countries with large reserves to exploit. With still no commitment to phase down all fossil fuels being made, final texts therefore largely reiterate Glasgow wording but go no further. A big topic at COP27 was the type of financial assistance provided to the developing world by MDBs and international financial institutions, as loans provided to them for climate mitigation and adaptation often exacerbate an already difficult situation. In what should be one solution to that topic, a UK-convened private sector working group, including ICMA, presented new climate resilient debt classes or CRDCs, which can defer a country's debt repayments in the event of a predefined severe climate shock or natural disaster. As such, CRDCs are envisaged to facilitate sovereign debt relief and financial stability. With ICMA providing the Secretariat to the Principles for Sustainable Bonds, we were interested to hear about a new initiative launched by Egypt's COP27 presidency and the United Nations Economic Commission to address African economies negatively affected by climate hazards and disaster recovery costs. The Reducing the Cost of Green and Sustainable Borrowing Initiative will issue green social and sustainability bonds to fill the financial gaps and will allow African states to borrow at an affordable rate, mobilize more green funding and attract private capital. Despite the apparent importance of finance, there was again just one day dedicated to climate finance. Finance day on 9th of November, mostly saw updates on initiatives that had been announced at the previous COP. One came from GFANS, which presented its publication of voluntary guidance to support all financial institutions in their net zero transition planning. Other updates came from the ISSB, which set out its implementation roadmap, including a new global partnership framework with more than 20 partner organizations. The UK Transition Plan Task Force introduced its disclosure framework and implementation guidance and the new UN expert group set up by UN Secretary General, Antonio Gutierrez, to tackle greenwashing related to the net zero emission commitments of non-state entities presented its report. The Climate Data Steering Committee created by French President Emmanuel Macron and Michael Bloomberg in June 2022 published an RFP and IOSCO issued consultation papers on both the voluntary carbon markets and compliance carbon markets. Finally, COP27 saw the European Commission, together with the International Labour Organization, hosting the first ever Just Transition Pavilion. And in another first, a new work program and annual ministerial meeting on Just Transition was agreed. For more details, please go to our quarterly report to read our takeaways on COP27. Thank you for listening. For more ICMA podcasts and further information on capital markets, please visit our website, icmagroup.org.